This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hey hey there, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm going to answer a question that I get kind of a lot, and that is, what do we need in terms of tech to run a successful agency or when you have more than one person, when you're running a a team or have multiple people on your team? I'm going to answer that for you. I've broken it down into kind of my top favorite eight, but there are tons more. So you can grab the whole list at TashaBooth.com forward slash resources. You can see exactly what we need, what we use for things like our course creation and all of that stuff. But for today, I'm going to stick to the list that we primarily use for the agency side of the business. And I cannot wait to tell you about the last one because the last one is kind of my secret weapon. When I tell people about it, they are always floored because it's that cool. So let's get going. Let's get started. So the first one is our client relationship manager, also known as a CRM, and we use Dubsado. I have used and loved Dubsado for years now. Now, let me warn you, if you've never used it before, it has a learning curve, just like anything else, right? But the thing that I love about Dubsado is that you can use as much of it as you need, and you can also use as little of it as you need. Now, with Dubsado, we don't use it for every single thing because I always like to use the best tool for the job instead of trying to just always find an all-in-one that can do all the things. As Dubsado has grown over the years, they can do multiple things, right? They can do things like scheduling and payments and all on all of those pieces. And we honestly don't use them for most of that. We primarily use it as a true CRM. We also use it for our new client questionnaires, for our um, even team contracts, for, for our subcontractors and for our employees, and of course, for our client contracts as well. So that's primarily how we're using and what we're using Dubsado for. Even with that, I still find that it works so well and we're able to connect a lot of what we do in Dubsado also with Zapier so that we can kind of have the entire process run really, really smoothly. I will mention, I know I said that I was going to keep this specifically for agency, but as my business has grown on the course and program side, we also can use Dubsado for that. So for example, we have it set up in Zapier so that when somebody joins like the legendary launch manager certification or when they join agency ThriveMind, they automatically get a contract and then they can sign that contract and get a copy of it and everything through Dubsado. And my team doesn't have to touch anything. Like it's already set it and forget it kind of done, which is pretty darn amazing and awesome. Moving on to number two is Google Suite. G Suite, I don't even know what it's called anymore. It's just amazing and I love it. And (laughs) every April I cry a little bit because with the size of my team being what it is now, G Suite is expensive every year. And by expensive, I mean it's about $1,700 every single year for my G Suite, right? It grows as the number of emails and as the number of users grow. So if you don't have a lot of users, 
Have no fear. You will not have a giant G Suite bill like I do every April, but just, just one of those things that is absolutely worth it because it streamlines everything. So what I mean by that is, of course, we have all of our emails under G Suite. We also have our Google Docs, our Google Spreadsheets, every single thing, Google Forms. We use G Suite all day, every day ad nauseum. And one of the really great things in terms of team with G Suite is that if you have a team member leave, you can easily transfer their files that were in their G Suite account over to yours, right? So that you fully own them so that you keep them so that nothing happens to them and you can continue business as usual. I think that that's super important. And here's a little tidbit. Here is a little stake in the ground that I have. And my stake in the ground is that you really should have email addresses for each one of your team members that is under your company domain. This is going to protect you. It's going to look more impressive to your clients and look more cohesive to your clients. And then there's no question of who owns what because it's under your domain. So I know that it is, what, about $60, $70 per user per year, which yes, can clearly add up, but it's one of those expenses that is truly worth it to make sure that you are protecting yourself and to make sure that you have a cohesive brand. And then number three on my list is Asana, which is what we use for project management. Now I know that there are tons of other project management options out there. And every single time a new one pops up, one of my team members messages me and they're like, Tasha, can we try this one? And most of the time I say no. And here is the reason. Like I said in the beginning um, with Dubsado, everything has a learning curve, right? And so we have taken literally years at this point to make sure everything is perfect inside of our Asana. Each person knows exactly how we use Asana within the Launch Guild. And I don't want to change that. I don't want to lose that just because there is a new shiny fun object. There's always going to be something newer. There's always going to be something that does something that you're like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I wish my program had that. But at the end of the day, I want you to think about long-term if it actually matters. If it's really going to make a measurable difference in the productivity of your team, in the strength of your team as a whole, definitely consider it. But every single time we've kind of done a cost versus benefit analysis, there's just not enough benefit for us to change to another program. So Asana is our project management program of choice for the foreseeable future. I really love it. And I'll be honest that I don't do as much in Asana as I probably should. But as a CEO, and I'll be talking about this in another um, session about how your role changes as CEO, right? Um, I'll be talking about that, that in another podcast. But as a CEO, you really start not having to go into project management as often or as much because you're not one of the doers as much, right? And so um, that's one of the things to keep in mind. You also want to make sure that whatever project management software or program that you pick, it's not just working for you, but it's also primarily working for your team because they're going to be the people that are in it all day, every day. Then we have Slack. Slack is amazing for team communication, and that is our team communication hub. That's where you will find us Monday through Friday, answering each other's questions, all that stuff. We have multiple Slack channels, and I think I'm also going to do a podcast um, episode. Let me know if you want a podcast episode on how we do our Slack channels, and, and I can give you a breakdown of how exactly we've set up our Slack channels. But we have a you know team regular Slack channel. That's usually where we set reminders for team, like, hey, don't forget to turn on your weekend away notification in your inbox, in your um, email inbox. We have ones for each client 
that our clients are not in because this is, don't forget, this is our Slack workspace, right? So clients are not in this, but then that way, whatever team needs to be in that specific channel, only those team members are in that specific channel so that the project manager can ask questions of those team members and everybody makes sure that they are on the same page. One of my favorite Slack channels that we created probably about three or four years ago, it was my first major trip where I was going to be away for um, a number of days. I actually went to Spain with my husband for 10 days and I wanted to actually be away. But as CEOs, we always have that fear of like, what's what if something happens, right? What if something big happens and I'm literally the only person in the world who can answer the question <laughs> that my team has, right? So what we decided to do was create a Tasha SOS channel. And I like to think of it as the bat symbol because that makes me feel really, really like important and needed and awesome. But you know how like the bat signal goes in the sky for Batman and then he knows that like he's needed, right? So what we did was create that Tasha SOS channel that we only use when I am away. And so when I was in Spain, I was able to look at my phone maybe two or three times a day and open Slack. And if that was showing red and that was showing that, you know, there was a message in there that I knew that I was needed and there was a question that literally only I could answer. And if nothing, if it wasn't showing anything, then I knew, okay, the team's got it. They're good. They don't need me, right? So the great thing about that was that there was only one, maybe two times where the bat signal lit, where that channel lit, and I knew that I was needed. So there are other channels that we have um, on our team. Some are contractors and some are employees. So we actually have an employee Slack channel where anybody who's an employee in that Slack, in our business, they are in that Slack channel so that I can send them like employee only needed kind of things. And then they send that back to me as well. So things like timesheets for the week um, and everything so we can get payroll done and everything that goes into that employee Slack channel. So those are just a few of them. But we, I love the fact that you can set reminders there, that you can also do um, a lot of integrations with things that are just, just team building kind of things. So um, I'm going to talk also about when I talk more about Slack, I promise also that I will tell you some of the apps that we integrate into our Slack to just make things go even more smoothly. Okay. And then we have Gusto. So I just talked about payroll and how, you know, we upload timesheets into the, our Slack channel and everything. But then how do my employees and actually also some of my contractors, how do they get paid? We have chosen to use Gusto and oh my gosh. So when I first started taking on employees, this whole payroll thing was the thing that I was most worried about. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to know how much to pay? How am I going to know what taxes are? Like it all felt really, really overwhelming. And Gusto makes things so much easier, so much more streamlined. Now, I will say that our CFO team, they do payroll on a week to week basis. However, there were a couple of weeks that we were in between CFOs because we switched CFOs, I guess, last October. So it was like our one CFO, CFO team had left. Our other one wasn't starting until the beginning of the following month. And so I had to pinch, pitch, pinch hit. Is that right? Pinch hit. <laughs> Why am I using baseball terminology when clearly Tasha knows nothing about baseball? But moving on, I had to pinch hit and go in and do payroll. And I was like shaking in my boots, thinking that this would be so hard. And I was going to like ruin everybody's week because I was going to pay them the wrong amount. And y'all, it was so easy. It was the exact opposite of everything that I dreaded because Gusto makes it so absolutely easy. So I went in, all the people that were salaried or all the people that are salaried on my team, it was easy. I just pressed, you know, approve. And if, and they didn't have anything extra, if, if let's say 
I was paying them a $300 extra bonus or something. I could easily put that that in on a line item, but there was nothing for that week. And so all of those people, and then anybody who had a timesheet, I just put in their time. Their per hour rate was already in there and pressed enter. And then it was done. And I was done in under 15 minutes. And I had no idea what I was doing. The other thing about Gusto that I really enjoy is the fact that it does so many other things and it works with so many other partners. So last year, we decided to start offering a 401k for all of our employees, whether they are part-time or full-time. They have a 401k with, I believe it's a 4 to 5% match, which is really awesome. And I'm still really, really proud of that fact that as a small business, we're able to support people in starting to build their retirement for the future, which is pretty darn cool in my book, right? And once again, I was like, I don't know anything about 401ks. Like I'm not a 401k expert genius person, but Gusto came right in. They partner with a company that only does 401ks. Like that's what they do. And it literally took, once again, I got on a call with a lady because I was so scared of doing it wrong. I could have just done the whole thing online. I was so scared of doing it wrong. I got on a call. The call lasted like five or 10 minutes. She was like, based on what you've said, this is exactly what you need. Press these buttons. I pressed the buttons and I've never had to think about the 401k ever again since. Like it runs it on during payroll on Fridays. And then the match that my company does, they take that out on Tuesdays and it's magical. And when a team member leaves, they handle all of the offboarding and send all of the emails and everything to that team member to make sure that they can move their 401k with them. It's phenomenal. Other thing about Gusto, I know I'm I'm like raving about Gusto, but like if I could marry Gusto, I might consider it. I'm I might actually consider it. So <laughs> this is how much I love it. So the other thing that I love about Gusto is that if you are in need of human resources services, HR services, um, as you're starting to build your team, you can actually hire Gusto to do that as well. So Gusto just has such an amazing suite of services that they offer. And as your business is growing, they can be right there with you to support you in that growth. Oh, hey there. Can I interrupt this amazing episode for just one second? I want you to listen up right now, especially if you've done it. You've built a successful and booming business, and now you're ready to take it to the next step and start or grow an agency. An agency model business can be a great way to increase your income and impact without adding more implementation work to your plate. But without the right support systems and team, it can definitely feel overwhelming and crash and burn. That's why I created the Agency Thrive Mind, a supportive group coaching program for agency owners. Imagine being in a supportive space where your fellow members and coaches get you, are rooting for you, and are there to help you during the ups and sometimes downs of building this new level of your success. Ready to hear more? I can't wait to share it. Head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind for all of the info. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind. Okay, moving on, last pass. LastPass is one of those um, password protection things where when we have a new client, our clients send us their passwords securely through LastPass, and then we're able to send them securely onto the team members that need them in order to support our clients within their launches. We always want to make sure that security is number one and is top of mind for us and also for our clients. And so Way, way back when, before I even knew LastPass was a thing, I, I'm like blushing admitting this because it's so awful. But when I first started as a VA, 
I would literally send over a PDF asking for my client, all my clients' passwords. Can you imagine? Like, knock on wood, thankfully, everything, you know, worked out and was totally fine. But at the same time, like something could have gone terribly wrong. And I just cringe at the thought of like what could have happened because we hadn't been securing or I hadn't been because that was when I was a solopreneur because I hadn't been securing passwords. So once I found out about LastPass and how it works and especially how it works with teams, it just made everything so much easier and I've used it ever since. So definitely if you're not using something to protect passwords, I would highly recommend uh, LastPass. Another one that I know a lot of people use is 1Password. I have only used it with a couple clients and I didn't hate it, but I just it's I think it's one of those like just preference things where I use LastPass in the very beginning and so I will probably continue to use LastPass forever and a day. And then two more I've got. So Voxer is another one that we use specifically for team communication most of the time. So there are always going to be times when either tone is super important, right? And you want the person to hear your voice and not just like read your words on something like Slack where you're typing them. And also where like maybe there's a little bit more back and forth and you need to have a quick conversation. That's what Voxer is for. So I think of it as kind of, you know, a cross between like a walkie talkie and um, maybe like a voicemail kind of thing where you can leave a voice message for a person or you can create a group, uh, like a group chat kind of thing. Yes, you can also send pictures, documents, links through Voxer as well. We don't do as much of that. We try to keep that for Slack or for Asana, but we do like to have communications inside of Voxer. And I know there's been a few times where, you know, conversations have gotten like hot or a little tense and I'll move it over to Voxer and just be like, hey, before this goes like off the rails, I want you to hear my voice (laughs) so that you understand, number one, that I'm not upset. Number two, what I'm trying to communicate, right? And so using Voxer in that way can be hugely important. I will say that it's important to make sure your team understands what communication tool to use when so that they're not sending you a to-do list in Voxer, right, for example, or they're not sending you something else that really should be in Asana or should be via email or should be in Slack instead. So being very clear from the beginning on when Voxer is used, when Slack is used, when Asana is used. Um, when email is used is going to be important. Okay. And here is my secret weapon. So you know how I said that we actually don't use Dubsado for our client payments. Oh, it is true. We do not use Dubsado for our client payments. Now we primarily use Stripe as our payment processor, but what I found with Dubsado that was really frustrating to me, a couple things. Number one was the fact that if you wanted to set up automatic payments for your clients, and I think this has changed slightly recently, I haven't done a lot of research because I'm not changing from the system that is working for us now. (laughs) But I think that what used to happen was that you had to send the first invoice and then the set and they paid that, right? And then the second invoice you could set up as a like recurring invoice. But number one, it had to be the same amount. Like you couldn't change the amount easily. And then number two, it had to be like on the same date and they had to click this certain button authorizing like repeat payments and authorizing, um, you know, the payments recurring. That's the word I'm looking for, recurring payments. And so if your client forgot to click that button, guess what? You had to wait an entire another month until you send out the next invoice and hope to goodness that they actually remember to click that button that time. 
that does not feel fun to me. <laughs> that does not feel productive or intentional or any of those things, right? And so we searched for a solution for a while. And the solution that we found and came across is a program, a platform called MoonClerk. Now, MoonClerk integrates with Stripe, our payment processor, but it is a separate payment platform, okay? And what MoonClerk does is basically, I am able to create a whole bunch of different payment schedules and a whole bunch of different payment forms in a way that works best for us. I'm going to give you an example of this because it's a little bit difficult to understand. So let's say you have a client come to you in March and you are full, right? So you are super duper full and you're like, client, I do not have a space for you until July. And the client says, you know what? I want to work with you so bad. I will wait until July. And you say, okay, if you want to work with us in July, we need a deposit of $500 to hold your spot for July. And they're like, absolutely no problem, right? So in our old system, we'd have to create a separate invoice for that $500 and then set a reminder for ourselves in Asana to send them an invoice in July and ask them to wait until a specific date to pay that invoice in July. Not with MoonClerk. With MoonClerk, I can go in, create a payment form that sets it up so that there is a one-time payment of $500 that comes out immediately. And then let's say their monthly retainer starting in July was going to be $1,500. So then I can set it for $1,500 recurring either forever until I cancel it or for a certain number of months or rounds and also the start date. So let's say they wanted to start on July 23rd. I could set it as July 23rd and then I don't have to think about it anymore, right? So they go in, they put all their their information in, their credit card information, all of that stuff, and then the form is done. I get my $500 immediately when they when they do their deposit and then I know that their next payment is on the dock and ready to go for July 23rd. How amazing is that, right? Now let's say June first comes around and they say, oh, I actually want to add this other thing, right? So you're going to send them, of course, a contract addendum for that other thing. But instead of having to cancel out the form and send them a new one and set up recurring payments again, you can go in the back end of MoonClerk and change that because after you've actually, you know, gotten the contract, the contract addendum, you now have their permission to do that. So you can easily go in the back end, change that, and voila, it's easy peasy lemon squeezy. Ugh, I love MoonClerk so much. MoonClerk is another one. If I could marry it, I probably would. Here's the thing about MoonClerk, the only downside, and this literally is the only downside. The downside to MoonClerk is that it is a separate platform, and so it is a separate cost outside of your Stripe costs. So Stripe, I believe, is 2.9% plus 35 cents or something, 30 something cents per transaction, right? So that is what Stripe takes out as the payment processor. MoonClerk works on a sliding scale. So let's say you run a dollar through it, it's $15 a month. Let's say you run $50,000 through MoonClerk in the month, it's going to go on a sliding scale that goes from 15, 25, 50, all the way up to like $300 a month. So the downside is when we've had really amazing months, like the months that we've had six figure months in our business, we've paid a lot more for MoonClerk. We've paid like that you know, $300, $350 for, for MoonClerk for the service for that month. But then the upside is when we've had leaner months where we haven't put as much through MoonClerk, we haven't paid as much for it. 
So there is definitely a downside because of the payment amount. But uh, it's one of those things that the upside makes so much sense to me that I cannot get rid of it. Literally, I've had my team at least three times do research into other payment platforms that work similarly and that support us, can support us similarly. And I have found absolutely nothing that does what Moonclerk does. And so until I do, I'm staying with them. (laughs) Okay, so once again, you can find all of the resources at TashaBooth.com forward slash resources. All of the resources that we talked about here, as well as additional resources that we use inside of our business. These are the ones that we primarily use on the agency side. And I wanted to kind of break down the reasons why we found them to be the best for our agency. So the bottom line in this is you may not have the exact same tech stack that I have, but really think about each one of the purposes of each one of your pieces of tech. And I would also say that it's important to do kind of a debrief every few months or so, like at least quarterly, to look at all of the tech you have and to make sure that you don't have anything that is basically hanging out and that you're paying for that you don't need. We hadn't done this in a while. And then we recently did this and we put it, we created it as an Asana project plan where it's every single piece of tech that we use. It's the dollar amount. It's when it comes out. It's if it's monthly or quarterly or annually or whatever, and what its purpose was. And I went in there and I was able to cancel out over $1,000 a year worth of tech that we just weren't either using at all anymore, or we weren't using to the extent that it really made sense for us to keep it, that there was something else in our tech stack that could do the same or similar thing. So make sure that you are doing an audit of your tech at least quarterly to to make sure that you don't have any costs that you don't need to be incurring. I hope this was super helpful and I can't wait to hear more about your tech stacks. So tell me what you're using and don't forget to head to TashaBooth.com forward slash resources to learn more about what we use in our agency and overall in our business. There are three things I know a lot about, launching, growing agency and musical theater. If you're starting or growing a done-for-you service agency, then I definitely want you to check out the Agency Thrive Mind. This is the program for -for done-for-you service agency owners looking for support and accountability. Inside of Thrive Mind, you'll have access to both one-on-one and group coaching, a smaller accountability pod cheering you on, a resource library full of templates and trainings, monthly group mindset coaching, guest expert trainings, and so much more. Head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind for all the details. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind. Until next time, remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward because you are doing a great job.